What up, what up, what up? Welcome to It's Literally Fine, the first ever episode of our podcast. My name is Maria Papadakis with my girl beside me. And I'm Emily Savard. And yeah, we're here to deliver you the most fun, chill content. We really just want to have a podcast where we can uh, kind of sit and talk about how we feel about different things in our 20s and we're both, I'm 24, Maria, you're 23. Three. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been friends for eight years now. We were just calculating that. It's and been, she still had to double, double check my I didn't double there. check. I'm like, <laughs> I looked at her, I'm like 23. Cause I sometimes forget I was a year older than the people in my program. So everyone was younger than me. And I didn't, I never really think about it anymore because I'm so used to hanging out with you guys and it's, you guys are all younger, but yeah, we just wanted to like have a podcast to talk about what we go through on a day-to-day basis what are things we've faced or challenges we've overcome together or separately in lives that have um, that have really brought us together. And also just like the fun stuff, you know, like partying. <laughs> we don't like to do that at all, if you didn't know. Everyone who knows don't like it at all. Right we don't drink <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, like Emily said, we've been friends for eight years now. And I think the biggest thing was we met at the stage of our lives we were just trying to figure out who we were yeah, who we what we true. wanted to do where we were going to be in life and we've gone through so much and that's why i wanted to create this podcast because like you said we've been through so much together and separately and we have so many stories and so many so experiences many that i think you know people who are younger than us and even our age can learn from and even relate to you know what i mean and everyone goes through a lot of things in life and the whole point is for us just to laugh and reminisce on a lot of things and talk yeah. about current things that are going on to give you guys a bit of a background like emily said we met at ryerson university in this <laughs> yeah in the sport media <laughs> program we met in first year and let me tell you i don't think emily actually liked me in this first no impression. i honestly didn't let's be honest I but, didn't but why Okay, so this is the way it kind of went for me. So just to give a little like reminisce here, we met at Union Station before it was redone. So anyone who lives in Toronto is listening to this. It was gross. So Maria rolls up after getting off her train. I roll up because I was living in Oshawa, which is where my family house is. And Maria's from Aurora. And I had never met this girl. But I mean, I'd seen her on Facebook. So we know what each other look like. We know what our, we kind of look a little similar, you know, like blondes lanky <laughs> so I was like okay cool how am I gonna vibe with this girl because I never met her but I wanted to know we were gonna have a full day of um non-alcoholic beverages 100% because we were underage <clears throat> yep and uh enjoy an Argos game so yeah upon Maria rolling up out of uh, out of her train I was kind of like this is gonna be competition <laughs> I'm not really vibing this right now because to be honest, every girl or maybe just me um, is kind of like <laughs> me versus the rest of them. So like, of course, I'm going into a new program in university and I want to be the top bitch. Like I want to be the one, you know, like <laughs> if that's the most end thing I've ever heard in my life, I cannot. But it's cannot. literally fine, though. Like I just wanted to be like the center of attention. Honestly, that's my personality, though. And Maria, we are a little bit similar in that way. That's why we sometimes clash. But it's all all fun and games in the end. So yeah, that was my first impression of her. And I was like, this girl's cute and um, this is going to be a rough one. We're either going to be really best friends forever or we're not going to we're not going to mesh well and it's not going to be cute. So here we are. Obviously, the Eight ending of later. that was <laughs> we are still best friends. And now we have a podcast. But yeah, so that's that. Maria, what did you think when you... Uh, I mean, listen, Evan and I are very different and very the same in a lot of aspects. I'm like 
the happy chipmunk that runs around everywhere and wants to be friends with everybody. That's just who I am as a person. And when I saw M, I was like, oh my God, what's up, everybody? Like, and I remember I could feel a little bit of like... Instant gonna... cut eye. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm going to change that opinion. And I like to do that with a lot of people. I like to change yeah, people's you do. opinions. Yeah, you do. And, um, you know, two hours into us going to this Argos game, everybody started <laughs> drinking. Emily and I are in the Ryerson washroom because, you know, we're all underage. You know, we're all sitting there. Yep, yep. And we're literally sharing a bottle of tequila. Under the under- stall. Like, that's so ratchet, but it brings people together, I think. It does. So. And then, yeah. So, you know what? From then on, it was like instant bonding. Yeah. And uh, we we enjoyed it. We, and we've been friends for so long. We had such a great day that day. We got to meet yeah. everybody from our program. And to this day, we're still friends with a lot of people. Um, and we still talk to everybody, but. Yeah, which is really nice, I think. Yeah. To actually have such a close. We only had 60 people in the first year our program was created. It was the first one in North America. They had College of Sports Media, which had been around for a couple of years. Yeah. But that's a college two-year deg- uh, diploma, I guess it would be. I think it's a diploma, dumb, but yeah. diploma, yeah. So ours was the first year that was ever happening under RTA at Ryerson. So we had a very small class because they were kind of like guinea-pigging us, like trying to test out what it would be like, yeah. what kind of courses we would take. Our profs hated that term. Yeah, that they we hated were guinea pigs, but, but it was kind of true. It's the truth. So, yeah. I mean, hey. That is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, so that's that's essentially how we met. And then we just kind of drank the rest of the time at the Argos <laughs> game. Great Argos game. But then from then on, like Marie and I, we realized that we did really mesh together. And we, we were definitely meant to be friends. We definitely had our ups and downs over the years. Oh, and of course. we'll dig into that later. But I mean, at the end of the day, I always say about Maria that we are like the kind of friends you don't need to text every single day. You don't. To be like, this is my best friend and I need confirmation that she's my best friend still. Like, we just don't have that kind of relationship. We'll FaceTime here and there and like, it's all it really, we really Here need. and there is an M will FaceTime me four times a day. That's exactly just what I meant by that. Just to let me know any minor inconvenience <laughs> that has happened to her. I could literally, like last night I was, I was cooking dinner and I get a FaceTime from her. And I'm literally made like chopping potatoes and she's like, oh my God, you would never guess what happened. And it's just so funny because like, <laughs> it's just any minor inconvenience, but that's just what, what, what kind of friends we are. It's, yeah. it's instant, right? So, and also like we had the podcast idea back in February. We did, yeah. Yeah. So we were like kind of throwing around ideas of what we would, what we would talk about and what our content would be. But then obviously, you know, like coronavirus kind of hit the world and created an outrage. So yeah, we haven't seen each other. This is our first day seeing each other since the end of February. So we left our last goodbye in February, in the winter, and our first hello in the summer. I don't even remember the last time I saw you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can't complain I, either, because I left. Was it at Braceki? Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe it was at Braceki. <laughs> also a great time. Oh, Let's be honest. Was it at Braceki? I think it was. I yeah. think it was. Wow. We were in snow pants and yeah. in winter jackets at an outdoor party shout out back of dj for setting that hey. up for us and uh yeah we had such a good time there with a few of our friends and yeah yeah i think that was the last time i saw that you was that the was the beginning time. of february yeah so as you can see i mean honestly she pulled into my garage today and she got out of the car and she's like come here like we literally <laughs> we haven't been able to hug anyone right because no. of quarantine so like it's just i was like how are we gonna approach us do we hug like, do we, do we do that? And I'm like, yeah, honestly, at this point, I don't even care. Like, I just need to hug this girl. Like, I literally haven't seen her in four months. Like, it's insane. 
But yeah, so that's a little bit about us. I grew up in Oshawa, mm-hmm. so east of Toronto, um, the Dirty Schwa. <laughs> Great times were had there for sure. But I moved out seven years ago for first year, and I honestly haven't really looked back since because I just... I love living in Oshawa and it's, it's a great place to grow up, but the city's what I call home now and mm-hmm. I love living here and living with my two roommates, having my own life. So yeah, that's kind of where I was at with that. But A little bit about me, a bit more. Uh, like I said earlier, I'm from Aurora, come from a very, very, very Greek family. Very Greek. I grew up, you know, going to Greek dance mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm still at home right now. I did move out during university and I moved back home to save some money and I'm Makes looking sense, to yeah. buy myself a condo coming up soon. So I'll be back in Toronto with, with M very, very shortly. The crew. The crew. <laughs> I love I love being at home. I love being with my sisters. I'm really close with them. And uh, I, everyone, a lot of my friends are still up there too. Everyone I grew up yeah, with is still at sense. home. Still up in, you know, I call it the European town. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it there. And you know what? You realize that you got to do things for yourself and your career as you grow up. And that's yeah. like the one thing that we've... We've learned, especially because like Em and I live very different lives and very different paths. Um, we're still on the same road, but we have very different careers. Yeah. And uh, Em, why don't you tell us a bit about what you do right now? So right now I work um, as an account coordinator for a PR agency called The Publicist Group. So we specialize in like fitness, health and wellness brands running their social media, running any kind of influencer events they have. Obviously, it's been kind of tough right now with um, the pandemic and everything going on. But apart from that, I also was hired, but have not yet started working for Sportsnet. So I work, um, I potentially would work all of the Blue Jays home games as like a production assistant, assisting the on-air personnel, Jimmy Campbell, um, Hazel May, Arash Madani with anything they need, notes, um, food, coffee, basically basically a personal assistant, which honestly, I know that stadium in and out. So I feel like it makes a lot of sense that I'm kind of there now because I used to cheerlead for the Jays and I was there for two years doing that. So I've kind of flip-flopped with all the different careers you could say in sports because I don't, at this point, I don't know if I want to go the route of being on air or I want to go the route of marketing because I like both. So I kind of think right now I'm in a prime position to kind of like choose what I like to do Mm -hmm. and experiment both of them to see where I want to go from there. But why don't you tell us what you do? Yeah, well, some people may know me as the TFC girl. Um, (laughs) So I started with Toronto FC way back when I was still in fourth year university. I had interned with them in my third year. And then I was, you know, I showed them what I wanted to do, wanted to be on air. And on air was kind of like my main route, even in university. If anyone knew, you know, me throughout university, really wanted to be on air. It was a kind of, you know, what I was aspiring to do. And, um... You know, I was going forward, told them what I wanted to do. The positions had opened up for in-game and for the uh, host position. And one of my intern bosses had approached me telling me, you know, send your resume forward. I think this would be good for you. And I was like, you know what? Like, I would love to. I didn't think I was going to get it. I was 20 years old. Yeah. You know, I was not even at a university. I was a baby. Like, yeah, I had some sort of experience, but nothing compared to what other people I was going up against. Right. I was very fortunate that I had people to take a risk against me yeah. when they had hired me. And, um, you know, four years later, Crazy. I'm still here. I'm still with Toronto FC and it's the best club I think anyone would ever work for. I absolutely love it. It's amazing. The, the players, the staff, my, you know, my team, my social team, everyone I work with is incredible. And um, I've had such a great time and I absolutely love working there. And it's, you know, the fans are incredible too. Yeah. 
Well, you really worked your you were your way up, though. Like, I did. You were really deserving of that. You spent your time being an intern, and that's kind of how it's supposed to go in terms of jobs. It is. You know so. what? MLSC in general is very, very good with, with hiring their interns right. after they do um, their internship. However, you got to show. You got to show yourself, and you really got to actually get yourself forward and really push yourself to another level. And I think I, I slept. I, yeah, I no, worked, you definitely did. I didn't see anybody for no. an entire summer. She was like, I am out of commission. I can't do anything for the whole summer. I'm like committed to this, which I honestly, in the moment, was slightly irritated about. Well, because I just missed my best friend, obviously, and wanted to do things with her. But then I look back on it and I'm like, you know what? It was all for a purpose, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. it makes more and, sense. And that's the one thing I'll tell anybody going forward, especially in their career, is like, listen, your friends are going to hate you some days. You're going to miss a lot of events, especially if you're going into like the sports field. They really like what's the word? They really pushed that against us. When you were in yeah, university, they, they were like, you have to know when you're going into sports world, you will miss weekends. You'll miss events. You will miss hanging out with your friends. And I did. Cause I was working TFC games, TFC two games. I was working right. training. I was, working all of it. I was all the time. And to be honest, I was also getting paid $75 a week. Yeah. A week. So I was, thank God I was at home at the time. Thank God I had moved back home. Yeah. Like how, because was, how was I, I would not have been able to support myself right. at all. I would have been living off of crackers and, and, and a water God. so that's <laughs> yeah you know and I was very fortunate that my parents you know were able to help me out and, and be there for me and but it all paid off and yeah definitely which right? is like the only way you can really look at something like that like in the end it's exactly what you wanted to do mm-hmm. and you just had to work to get there which is life which is life. which is life so it's literally fine it is it's literally fine as, so. as we always say yeah, so that's a bit about us. Yeah, like we said, we met at Ryerson. We go out a little bit sometimes <laughs> with our friends. Uh, shout out Ernesto, um, Sorella. <laughs> shout out the crew. On the weekends, we like working out. Maria is a trainer. I am. At Bike and Bar mm-hmm. in Marco. In Marco. Wow, yeah. I got all of those facts right on point. She knows me. Um, yeah, so she's a spin instructor there as well. So she's really quite busier than I am these days. (laughs) Um, I am doing nothing since we're still in quarantine other than um, working out and sleeping and uh, watching 13 Reasons Why. You do my workouts though. I do. I get up for her workouts. That is my contribution to my life and to (laughs) Marissa's. But um, yeah, so she's she's quite the busy one, which is why it it took a little bit longer to get it going too, like with scheduling and everything like that. And Maria has to drive downtown and I don't have a car. So really she's at the higher end of things with everything going on. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she has to drive to me, which is I know is so annoying, but we wanted to really get this get this off the ground. And uh, we've had some days of planning now. So we, we've kind of figured it all out, but I mean, you know what? Like, this is a podcast for us talking about like our twenties and stuff, and we'll get into everything because we just want you guys to really just know about us in this first in this first talk and everything. And I think everyone should really know about like how you and I have stayed friends. Yeah. And I think how you and I what we've gone through to get here. Let me tell you about a year a year ago. Yeah. Well, a actually, year actually a year ago we like reconnected yes so yeah. maybe say two years ago i don't even think it's been a year i think it was august so it was august it's not even a year yet. yet no we'll see here so about two years ago or whatever we'll, we'll give it that timeline um i was we had graduated university uh everything was going well but like em said you know i had zero time for anybody and i still basically have zero time for a lot of people yeah um and that's just like my lifestyle it's my it's just i'm really busy but you know as maturity comes along you start to realize that people's careers people's lives you're not going to see them every day 
And Em and I obviously were a lot younger about two years ago. We were just at a university, like I said, and we started to conflict and not see eye to eye on a lot of things. And, um, no, we kind of stopped being friends. Em had like a break. We did. <laughs> All right. We were on a break. <laughs> we were on a break. You know, I'm cheating on me. We became friends with the people. Yeah, basically. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. but, um, you know, we, we didn't see eye to eye. And, you know, I'm going to call you out a little bit. Yeah, and cut me it. out. Go cut me it. out of her life. I was a little, I was a little like, what the hell just happened? Like, Well, I just think that actually, it, you said it kind of perfectly. So she, Maria was really busy with, um, with her jobs, which I totally understood. I think I was in a position, I was working at Red Bull and I had kind of free reign on what days I could take off. Yeah. There wasn't any like limitations on booking days off. So really, if I wanted to do something, I could always make it work. I could switch a shift around to make the event mm-hmm. or make the birthday party. And Maria was in a, And I was also living downtown. So I kind of had the freedom. I, it was like a five minute drive away. Yeah. It wasn't a 45 minute drive to Aurora just to get to someone's birthday. Yeah. So I think that in a way, I had a lot more freedom than Maria did in terms of jobs and also where we lived, which factored into getting places and yeah. making events and... I think I, I reflect on this and look at it more. So I took it very personally only because coming out of university, Maria and I were like, we're going to be best friends forever. We have been through shit together. Like we've done it all and we've seen it all. And we have really experienced a lot of things that not a lot of people could experience as best friends Mm -hmm. together. So when Maria started kind of like, I can't make this, I can't make that. I was like, well, do you not care like that I'm throwing this birthday for my like for whatever and mm-hmm. I'm doing this event and like I want you to come but you can't come like I think I took it very personally and I was I was more so hurt in the fact that she couldn't make these things and I think in the moment I didn't I couldn't understand why she couldn't make these and I was trying to figure out I'm like well that doesn't make sense Maria like you still make it to this event you still make it to this event not really factoring in all the different elements of games and how long the ride is and other friends she has in Aurora like my friends are mainly downtown now I only have a couple in Oshawa so a lot of my friends events were happening downtown and same with Maria's but she also has a full lifestyle back in Aurora that I never really took into consideration during that time so I took it a little personally I, I think it kind of escalated actually on my birthday, I was having a birthday party at my house in Oshawa, which I already knew was kind of a bitch to get to because it's an hour drive or an hour growing from Toronto. So Aurora would have been about an hour. I was really hoping that like all my best friends would make it there. And there was just, there was something going on, a, a queen's homecoming, I think it was. And Maria's yeah. friend at the time had bought her a ticket, a train ticket, re- non-refundable to come to Queens. And so when I kind of brought up the party to Maria, I was like, so you're going to be there at my birthday, right? And it turns out that they fell on the same day, Queen's homecoming and my birthday. And Maria explained to me at the time, like, I can't make it. Like, so-and-so already bought me a ticket. I can't refund it. And I think at the time for me, the way, why I got so hurt was because I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it's my birthday and it happens once a year. Why can't you make it and just not go to Queen's homecoming? You know, that's the way I was looking yeah. at it and that's the way I was viewing it. But obviously it's it's different. And on Maria's side of it, I totally get it. She can't really make her fun, friend refund a ticket yeah. that's not refundable. Like, and at I that understand. point I was like, let me see you the day of your birthday. Let right. me come and see you 
like the day after whatever but i think at that point like we said it was just like maturity level and all that yeah like, you just didn't even want to hear yeah no i think i was because i was in a mindset of being like being over it because like i yeah. said like throughout the whole summer there were just little things where i was like well she can't make it here she can't mm-hmm. make it there and i think i think social media obviously doesn't actually help because no. then i see a video of her with with her friends back home and i'm like but you can make it to their things like how does that work you know what i mean yeah. and, but i get it now looking back i'm like that was probably just insensitive and a little bit dramatic on my end. I was I was in a Tim Hortons drive thru and I looked at my phone and I see M. Savard and I'm like, <laughs> dun dun. I'm like, dun. I haven't talked to this girl in a year. I'm like, oh my god. And at that point, you're like, a year's gone by. I'm like, I'm cut out. You know, like it is what it is. And she messaged me and she goes, hey, like I'd really like to like get together and um and like reconnect and talk things out. Obviously, I was like, you know what? Like considering we had been friends for five years before that, yeah. I was like, you know what? Sure. Let's, let's definitely reconnect. We went and it was like, we picked up where we left off. Em and I both explained our sides. You know, Em had apologized. I had apologized for not making enough of an effort or whatever. And I think every friendship has to go through at least some sort of a realization of maturity. And it kind of made me like a roadblock in order for you to right. grow yeah. and almost mature together as a, like as a relationship. You know what I mean? And and I think you and I have like our, our friendship in general has just skyrocketed so much more better. We're so much more yeah, honest, so much so more true. transparent with each other. We tell each other everything just because of what we've already been through. And I think, like I said, you gotta have to go through some of those things to get better, you know? Yeah, and I do think that like, it's only made our friendship more open in terms mm-hmm. of like, I can't make this because of this, but I'll make it up to you in this way. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like that was for sure happening before, but it it never really felt like it would. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was like, oh, but I'll make it up to you like next week. I feel like on on our ends, we were like, well, is she really going to make it up to me? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing, which kind of drove the hurt feelings and the feelings of like, I wouldn't say abandonment, but like lost friendship. Like I just felt like you were slipping through my fingers and I'm like, I don't know why though. Is it me? Is it because she's busy? Like, does she care more her, for her friends at home? Like, I don't know what was going on yeah. in, the, in the mindset. You know what I mean? And I think like that's for anyone listening to this podcast, that's something that like everyone should learn from. It's one of those things where you're going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to see each other every day. No. As you get older. No. And especially like in my career, you're not the only one who got mad at me for not making events. Right. You know, you're not the only one who got, you know, upset because I wasn't around a lot. Right. And I have lost more than one or two friends because of my job and because of not being able to attend things. But the people who are around and the people who have been around and have come back around to realize, I know at the end of the day, our true, true friends and the ones who are going to support you. And if you don't have people who support you and, and be there with you and for you, it's, it's yeah. not a true friendship at the end of the day. And it's something that you need to learn from and really understand that you're going to get to a point where you can't see each other every day. And it's just a matter of making a time for each other when you can. No, it's so true. And I feel like in the last year, you and I both have kind of gone through different friendships other than our own that we've kind of looked back on and been like, yeah, this is not really the friendship I want to be in anymore. Yeah. And we've lost, I've lost quite a few friends because I just didn't have time for it anymore. And honestly, I'm starting to realize who's there and who's not. And the fact that you and I were able to come back around after mm-hmm. a full year and pick up like nothing ever happened just kind of shows me at least that like that wasn't meant to be friendship. Like yeah. I knew it was meant to rekindle at some point. We just had to get through some- and kind of understand where each of us was coming from. Yeah. Because I think that that was also a blank spot that we were kind of like, what's going on? Like we went, I went to the extent and I'm honestly going to say this and I was very dramatic, <laughs> <clears throat> which is not out of the usual, but it's, it's fine. So... I, <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> 
I went to the extent of unfollowing Maria. I honestly, it was on Instagram, to be clear. It doesn't really, nothing else really matters other than Instagram, let's be honest. Um, so I kind of um, went to that extent because I honestly didn't want to see her stuff anymore. I, it, it reminded me of like the friendship that we had and um, what was not there anymore. So I was like, you know what? Screw this. I don't want to see this chick anymore on my, on my page. And I just kind of silently pulled the trigger. But I look back on it and I'm like, was that um, dramatic? Yes, it was. But in the moment, the feelings that were there were really real to me to be like, I don't think this is ever, I don't think it's going to, it's going to rekindle yeah. again. You and know? like I said, I'm like, I'm and I are very different in a sense. Like Em's more like cutthroat yeah, when it comes to certain like things. Like that. she's like, when she's <laughs> mad, it's mad. And you know, like she can go to the extent of unfollowing someone within 10 minutes of a fight, you know? And, and, yeah, and, and you know what? There's I just people that. like that. There's just, it's just kind of how just it the is. Way I am. It's the way you are. And me, I'm like, I'll try and like fight for things, you know, as much as I yeah. can. Like I don't, I'm a very like confrontational person. So I'm going to tell you how I feel. If you don't like it, let's talk through it. Let's figure right. it out. I've just always been like that. You right. know what I mean? Which I think is hilarious though about the confrontation thing because I'm very confrontational normally. But I think it, when it came to you, because we were so close, I was like, what do I, what can I really say at this time? Yeah. Like what else can I say that I haven't already said? Sometimes you got to take a step back. You just got to take a step back and like breathe yeah. and like take a break. And like, honestly... In all of it all, in all of it all, the break was the best thing that probably happened to us. Oh, big and time. And it kind of made us realize what matters most to us. Because you and I went through a lot that year on our own. Oh. And I think when we had, we had yeah. come together that day, we actually went to... Um, where warehouse. Warehouse. Yeah. Warehouse. Yeah. We went to warehouse for food and drinks. And we had just explained to each other what had happened that entire year. And it was yeah. like, I can't believe that you and I weren't there for each other that year. Which is the most sad part about I it. Know. Like we went through such personal things mm-hmm. that really changed our lives. And we sadly, and I felt really sad leaving that, um, rekindling though, because I was thinking back and I'm like, wow, that's, I feel like that's a lot of my fault. Like I could have been there for you as a friend, which, but I think made me better now because now I look at it and I'm like, do I want to, would I ever want to do that again to a friend? No, because it was just, it was a lot to take in from someone you haven't heard from in any year, you yeah. know? So, but I mean, I don't want to make this whole sappy and <laughs> And then I'm not sappy. We're not sappy. <laughs> I promise. We just wanted to like, I feel like that's, a, we get a lot of questions about it because I mean, like I said, social media is a huge thing and we yeah. kind of went mute on each other for a year and people were like, whoa, like our first photo together on Instagram, people were like, wait, wait, what? Like, how did this happen? I thought they weren't friends, the duo was back. you know, but like, no, you can't, you can't keep the bitches down. You know, we're going to be back and we, we came back better and we stronger. We, we, we went so, to Marvel the first time we went out. Yeah, we did. Marvel is one of my favorite Bougie. places. If anyone knows, I'm always at Marvel. <laughs> yeah, she loves Marvel. She's like, let's go, let's go. I'm like, all right, fine, I'm gonna dress up. But like, yeah, it just it came full circle for us, definitely. And definitely um that's why I think this podcast is actually more important to me than anything else, is that we have a platform that we can kind of like we're just chilling on the couch, having a conversation, but we wanna share the insights and ups and downs of being in your twenties and dealing with lost friendships, mental health. Um, body shaming stuff, mm-hmm. things that girls, especially girls, go through probably on a daily basis. Oh, well, you know, 100%. like. But we also want to touch on like our days partying and how much fun we have doing she says that. Our days, our days, the past they're times. over. <laughs> they're over right now because of quarantine, but they'll be back, I'm sure. But yeah, like things like that, and then yeah, we just kind of want to shed light on on our lives, kind of thing. I think. Well, yeah, I think I think we'll wrap it up there, and yeah. I think 
you know, going forward. I'm, I hope everyone's excited to hear what's coming up next. We have so many fun topics. The duo, and, the dynamic duo the is dynamic back. The duo is back. And you'll always know who's talking at what time because yeah. my voice is beyond raspy and I'm just more like, yeah, I'm just explain it. Explain it. I'm just more annoying. <laughs> like my voice is annoying as is. Yours just sounds raspy and is very unique. I'm just like, I'm like that little gnat in your ear. You're like, I can't get rid of it. You're swatting it away. And You're like, get, get. <laughs> Kick it out. Yeah, everyone always asks me, do you smoke? I'm like, no. Well, the best part is, before we end this, literally Maria was told that if she didn't take care of her voice, she would never be on air. First of all, I'm not really sure what that (laughs) means because we were in like second year university. The only thing we were doing was drinking. We weren't like into anything heavy or smoking cigarettes. Not that we aren't anything heavy now. No, (laughs) not not that we're never. No, no. We've never touched anything like that. That is a different, different episode, but we've never done something like that. But I just think it's interesting that Maria's on air now. And at the time, our, one of our professors was like, yeah, you better take care of that voice or you're never going to be on air. And it's like, okay, well, look at her now, though. But it's literally fine. It, but it, it's literally <laughs> fine. We're going to get over that. It's- well, stay tuned <laughs> for episode number two coming. Thanks for everyone who listened today. And I hope you guys are excited. If there's anything that you guys want to hear or want to ask us, let yeah. us know. DM us. And we'll see you guys for epi number two. We'll see ya. Bye. Bye.